Hello, everyone. Welcome to Allison's Anatomy Adventure Podcast, Episode 2, Series 1. Today, I'm going to be talking about why the skeletal system is my favorite system. Personally, as someone who's always been fascinated by bones ever since the age of six, I'm proud to say the skeletal system is my favorite system. Without the bones, it would practically be impossible to do anything. Especially since I've decided after high school that I want to become a radiology technician. In order to do this job, it's important to know all the bones of the body, what they look like, and what their functions are. Radiologists are important because they help diagnose fractured segments, they know what proper alignment of bones are supposed to look like, and help detect underlying conditions like arthritis, osteoporosis, and indicate if surgery is needed depending on the condition. The main job of a radiologist is to know how to take x-rays. Usually an x-ray tube will be suspended over a hard surface like a table for the patient to lie in front of. While placing a film holder under the surface, the patient has to remain still while the technician must aim the machine at the area of the body they wish to photograph. Once aimed, the machine will photograph the area by producing a, a flash of radiation. Dense bone will usually absorb it, but the other soft tissues won't. Radiology aside, the skeletal system is truly fascinating. The adult human skeleton is comprised of 206 bones total. The main organs include the axial skeleton and appendicular skeleton. The axial skeleton includes, but not limited to, the skull, ossicles, hyoid bones, thoracic and lumbar vertebrae, the ribs and vertebral column, including the sternum. The appendicular system is made of the sacrum, coccyx, femur, tibia, fibula, phalanges, humerus, tarsals, and metatarsals. The bones give the body its structure, shape, and help hold muscles, ligaments, joints, and connective tissue in place. Not only this, but the skull, ribcage, and other structures in the skeleton help protect vital organs like the brain and heart. Cartilage helps prevent joints from wearing down against each other, while muscles generate momentum with the support of the bones. Speaking of cartilage, I'd like to bring awareness to the importance of the condition, achondroplasia. Not many people have heard of it, as it is a rare condition. It is a form of dwarfism caused by a lack of cartilage. Ossification occurs instead of cartilage production, which is why common characteristics of the condition include short stature, back and breathing problems, sleep apnea, and obesity. It is caused by an overproduction of the FGFR3 gene. Usually doctors will diagnose the condition through an x-ray. Treatments include surgery to help spine curvature and hormones to help promote growth. This brings us to why the skeletal and circulatory system are dependent on each other. The skeletal system stores calcium and phosphorus to help maintain homeostasis in the bloodstream. Minerals are also stored in the bone Yellow marrow is found in the shaft of long bones and is usually surrounded by red marrow. It helps store fat cells and stem cells that produce cartilage which is used as a source of energy. Another thing that's also found is red marrow which is found in the medullary cavities where the pelvic girdle or the sternum is. This is where red red blood cell production begins and it distributes to the bloodstream. The circulatory system produces the bones with oxygen-rich blood, so that way oxygen and glucose can move around the the body so cells can do their jobs. 
Waste such as carbon dioxide are removed by respiratory function. Calcium and potassium are usually incorporated in the tissue of the bones, while the bloodstream transfers calcium ions to the muscles for contraction. Without the bones, body functions would not be possible at all. Humans would literally just be a sack of tissues, muscles, and organs without the structure. There would be no way to walk or stand because the muscles aren't given the support to spring momentum, leaving a skin-like puddle on the ground. The muscles would also have no shape and this would cause nerves and blood cells to be exposed, which is harmful because these structures are usually withstand and they're held by the rigid bone. Including the fact that there is not a skeleton, this means that there's not a skull either. Without the brain being protected protected by the skull, it would be susceptible to injury considering it is such a delicate organ. Blood would also have trouble circulating and reaching the brain since there would not be enough red blood cells being produced because bones are essential for that. This could eventually lead to death. Without the rigid structure that bones provide, collagen, which provides soft framework, and calcium phosphate, which hardens them, would not be able to withstand stress either. This is also needed with the joints, but since there's no joints available, they would just plop to the ground. Red blood cells make sure the whole body is circulated, and without the bones, it wouldn't be possible. This disrupts homeostasis, which causes the body to fall into a state of imbalance, which can lead to disease. Therefore, it's safe to conclude that we cannot live without the amazing skeletal system.